and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Ashley. This is our fifth season premiere. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're going to talk about the latest Roland Emmerich joint called Moonfall. All right. In Moonfall, the moon is indeed falling. It's uh, falling out of orbit and is on a collision course with the Earth. Um, however, Halle Berry, who's a former astronaut and now a big big wig at NASA, uh, they think they have a, a way to prevent this from happening, but they need the help of... Uh, another former astronaut played by Patrick Wilson, um, to, to, to pilot a, a space shuttle. I don't know. They have a complicated plan, but he's required because he's a, he's a former astronaut. And there's also a conspiracy theorist played by John Bradley, who thinks he knows why the moon is falling and what, what the truth is about the moon. Um, anyway, these are kind of our three main characters and, they're the ones that uh, humanity's fate rests with in Moonfall. Lucky us. <laughs> so I really wanted to like this movie. Um, and not, I didn't pretend going into it that it was going to be high art. Uh, but I was in the mood for a sort of a palate cleanser of just big, dumb action fun. And Roland Emmerich is good at providing that. I mean, he's done Independence Day. And um, look, I- I'm going to say right here. I'm a fan of Godzilla, the 1998 version that he directed. That, you know, probably I can hear the listeners dropping off now. But <laughs> I think that movie, to me, was stupid, and it knew that it was stupid and dumb, and, and you just got to roll with it. And I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, he's also done some clunkers like Independence Day Resurgence um, in 2012. So his track record is a bit spotty. Um Unfortunately, I think this is on one of the worst ends. That you know, this movie could have been dumb and fun. I think it's more the former than the latter. <laughs> um, it could have been a so bad it's good movie, but it, that takes a special mix of ingredients, and this is missing a few of those. It, it's 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 just sometimes baffling in its idiocy, right? Mm-hmm. And I will say this, and this is why my score is going to be as high as it is. It, it, it never bored me, right? I, I was, I was always my 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 attention was always kept. I, I will say that, but it has a lot of issues. A, a lot of it didn't. How do I put this? A lot of it didn't feel real, and this is hard to describe. But you know, I'm a big fan of Independence Day, and I know you're not, but. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing about Independence Day is it felt like, okay, re- real Earth. When that came out, it was 1996. That felt like a reality that we were living in in 1996, and then some aliens came and blowed stuff up. This feels somehow always a little, I'm always detached, and there's something a little off about this. It, it, I'm not saying it felt like unreality, but it also didn't quite feel grounded and 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 the characters, not the Roland Emmerich movies, characters have ever really been what you would call deep and, and fleshed out. But these characters in particular are kind of lacking, I think. <laughs> Up to and including John Bradley, who gets third billing in this. He's the conspiracy theorist person you talked about. The one that's kind of figured out how things are going. Uh, I disactively disliked him. He's he's annoying. And I, you know, so those of you who've seen Independence Day, and there's a lot of you because that movie made a lot of money. Um, 
he's sort of the Jeff Goldblum stand-in in this movie. But Jeff Goldblum had has sort of like a charisma and charm. John Bradley, you know who you reminded me of? And we talked about this movie in December um, for 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. I had that kid in there who was supposed to be the star. But I actively disliked him as well. And he was this British kid who, whatever. That's this dude right here. <laughs> that's the Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone kid grown up. And he's annoying as, as all There's even out. a resemblance. There's even a resemblance, yeah. <laughs> I watched this, honestly, because I was curious about seeing Charlie Plummer. And, and Charlie Plummer is in this movie. Wasted in this movie. Wasted in this movie. But he's good. I was also curious about Donald Sutherland. Um, You and I just watched one of his best movies a few weeks ago, Clute, which might be coming up in a future episode. Uh, (laughs) uh, And, you know, that's such an excellent film. And then um, he is in exactly one scene in this movie, which I'll be honest with you, could have been cut. uh, And I think it really wouldn't have missed much. I, you know, I will say the, the the big thing I liked about this film, um, I mean, and this is damning with faint praise, but the, the, my big thing I liked here was um, the gravity wave scene. And if you do end up watching this, you'll know the scene I'm talking about. But that had that's the only scene that kind of got me going a little bit. And I was like, oh, on the edge of my seat. Outside of that, you can totally wait until this movie is available for streaming and you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, so... I kept hearing that this was the new film from Roland Emmerich. And for whatever reason, that name hadn't really registered with me. So then when I, I look up his filmography, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I don't I don't like these movies. Um, I'm sorry, I don't like Independence Day or Godzilla. Um, so I was not looking forward to this. I went in with pretty low expectations. And I'll say that those expectations were met. <laughs> you're, you're right sometimes a movie you know this kind of action movie can be dumb but fun uh, silly in a fun way um, this one really wasn't I mean I, I laughed a few times but not with the movie right I was laughing at the movie because it just wasn't working um, there's oh, this movie does something that I really hate which is it introduces us to a bunch of characters and does not spend any time letting us really get to know them. Um, It doesn't flesh them out at all. But then it has a bunch of scenes where it's supposed to be very heartbreaking. And, you know, characters are having these one-on-one conversations that are supposed to be very poignant. And it's like, I don't know who any of these plastic people are. So it just rings hollow. And I, it really irritates me. And this movie has many scenes like that. It, it goes so fast. It, it's The pacing is so fast that you, you never get to know any of these characters. Um, they're just like little pawns in the plot, and they have no personalities. And there's so many characters that are just wasted, like Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer? I mean, uh, what's his name? Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. One of those old guys. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Sutherland, um, they're all just, yeah, you, you, you don't get to know them and then they're, they're gone. Or, or you, they have like, there's a whole bunch of like kind of parallel plots. And I felt like 
there's like the main the main plot line right with with Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry and then there's like all these other ones with like their kids and extended family that no one cares about <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason they're there is that so the film can be constantly jumping back to them so that it feels like there's a lot going on and there's a you know there's this action packed right but you don't care about any of these other I mean, I barely cared about Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson. I certainly didn't care about any of these other characters. What about Charlie Plummer? Well, exactly. I mean, no, I didn't. Ouch. I mean, he's 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 a fine actor, but his character just seemed kind of wedged in there, and I don't know. Yeah, it, no, none of none of the other plot lines worked at all. Um, and you're right. Like, <laughs> I'm no scientist, but I'm pretty sure there is no scientific credibility to anything that happens in this movie and you don't believe a second of it like i didn't like you were saying it just doesn't seem real mm-hmm. it, it, you need you know any kind of movie like this you're going to suspend your disbelief and you're going to buy into it if it's good but here that yeah it did not convince me for one second that any of this was really happening um yeah so it kind of failed. Yeah. And this movie, and you know, this is a new movie, so we're not going to do spoilers. What I'll, what I'll say is the, 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 the last third of this film just goes in a different direction. And, you know, sometimes a movie, even particularly a movie like this, which is very fantastical and kind of dumb, they don't always explain things like they should, right? And it's lazy screenwriting and it's like things just happen and, 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 and they don't explain, they don't explain certain things. And it's kind of frustrating. This movie, I think to its detriment, does explain everything. <laughs> and when it does so, you're just like, what? You're just left scratching your head. And that's kind of what the third act is. The third act takes this movie in a kind of a different tone and direction. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know. I, I was just sitting there like, you know, I, I'm just, at this point, I'm just along for the ride. You know, this, 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 they're explaining stuff now. And this has just gone into super bizarre territory. And I think in the hands of a different filmmaker, uh, and in, in a different movie, that could have been interesting. Hmm. But instead, it just came off odd. Well, you know, what it kind of reminded me of. <laughs> And you don't want your movie to remind you of this, but it reminded me of 2001 Space Odyssey in that it gets kind of weird and it gets kind of um, maybe metaphysical in some ways. Um, There's some kind of interesting scenes that they're trying to do with, you know, I don't want to give away, but um, I feel like it's going for something like 2001 A Space Odyssey and just fails miserably i mean yeah i think you're right in the hands of stanley kubrick this would have been a much different movie um but as it is this is uh no this is very weak yeah and i do have to talk about i'm just gonna give an example of something that it's just one example of something that just didn't make sense and this just happens in the first third or first half and i don't really consider it a big spoiler but um you know you've got patrick wilson who's this disgraced astronaut Got John Bradley, who's the unlikable scientist, weirdo, crackpot dude. And they end up together. 
like uh, uh, at a hotel, motel almost really. And there's this kind of crackpot convention of a, a smattering of people the John Bradley character knows, and they believe all sorts of weird things. And then, you know, because the moon is coming closer to Earth, there's these big tidal waves, and it starts coming into the city that they're in and um, flooding the hotel. So they all evacuate to the upper floors. Okay? All right? Now, mind you, Patrick Wilson and John Bradley's characters just have barely known each other. And everyone's kind of hanging out in a hotel hallway on an upper floor and then they decide like hey let, let's just let's just find a room i think that's actually a line let's just find a room and first of all if you've ever been in a hotel in a modern hotel those rooms are locked you have to have a pass key to get in i, I guess they picked one up in the lobby because <laughs> john bradley and patrick wilson's characters go into a hotel room it's it's it's, it's a two beds right so, so nothing gay happening here, okay? Uh, and they they strip down to their t-shirts and underpants, and they and they each get into uh, their their respective beds, and they just go to sleep. <laughs> the the moon is crashing into the earth. Yeah. Tidal waves have run throughout the city, forcing them up into upper floors of a hotel, and they just go to bed in a room together. <laughs> And, 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 and so that was odd enough. And then Holly Berry's character at NASA has got this plan like you talked about earlier. So she's like, you know what? I need whatever the guy's name is. Patrick Wilson's plan. Whatever. <laughs> she's got I need Patrick Wilson. <laughs> and then so the next scene you see is a bunch of NASA military people uh, like helicoptering into the roof of the hotel. And then they bust in on, on the, the bedroom or the, sorry, <clears throat> the hotel room. <laughs> Where John Bradley and Patrick Wilson are asleep and waking them up, and they're like, you know, we need you. And I'm just like, how do they know they were there? Right. How? That's not explained. That's this movie. And I'm the kind of person I don't like movies to treat me stupid and explain every little thing to me. But I also sometimes notice when things happen and there's no logical explanation. Yeah. And that happened here too. Anyway, I just had to go through that portion of the movie because that was just one of the many just odd, odd things that, that happened. And you're just left. I mean, I, there is like a, a GIF or GIF or however you pronounce <laughs> it for, for me for this movie. It would just be like somebody who's looking confused. <laughs> That's, that was my, that yeah. was my expression the entire time. Yeah. Well, I'll just say if you're looking for logical explanations for events, this is not the movie for you. No. Right. So, what would you give this out of ten? Uh, four out of ten. Oh, I still have given it two, and it would be lower. Except, like I said earlier, I, I was never bored. Yeah, and I'll I'll agree. I was not bored. I was I was always interested to see what was going on with the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about the characters, but I was kind of curious about what the moon was doing. <laughs> So that was enough, I guess, to, to raise it to a four. <laughs> yeah. So this is interesting tomato meter stuff here. Uh, it, this has got a critic audience divide. So critic scores are rotten 42%. Audience got 68%. This, and I'm not, I'm honestly not surprised. I, the audience, we saw this in St. Louis at a, at a multiplex, uh, at an early screening actually. And, um, there's fairly, fairly good number of people there. And they were laughing a lot. And I don't know whether they're laughing at the movie or with the movie, 
but let's just assume with the movie. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is something that audiences are going to like probably think is okay. You know, your general multiplex audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but those of discerning taste <laughs> may find issues with it. I think I heard one person clap at the end too. It wasn't, it wasn't a round of applause, but there was a person clapping. <laughs> All right. Four from us. That's Moonfall. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Real love.